Hey everybody, just wanted to give a quick update for this episode since we had to record it early to accommodate some Labor Day travel plans that we had. We were, didn't know who was going to win the song contest when we recorded this episode that you're about to listen to or watch. Uh, so I'm having to come back now and tell you who won. This hint was silver is better than steel. And Dylan Biles came in with the correct answer, guessing that the song was from the Witcher 3 soundtrack. He also guessed the song title, The Trail, but the song that, uh, that wasn't the song that I'd used. The song that I picked was Silver for Monsters, which we talk about a little bit later on in the episode. So you'll hear a full rundown of that one. But The Trail is also an excellent soundtrack. Dylan also correctly guessed the composer, Martin Prisbilovitz. And I'm hoping I'm saying that right. Prisbilovitz. Prisbilovitz. Probably butchering that, and I apologize, Martin Prisbitovich. But The Witcher 3 was the correct guess. Stick around for the end of this episode to hear the hint for the and the segment from the new soundtrack that we want you all to guess. It's a good one. Right, how about if I start? What's up, everybody? Yeah, what? Welcome to Cheap Jab. No, I can't do it. No, oh, <laughs> come on. God. Just give it a shot. <laughs> I don't know the spiel. Yes, I, I always do. tune him out when he starts. <laughs> <laughs> just just walk it out. I mean, I get that. I know. I want, I'm like editing the video later, <laughs> and I'm like, like doing the spiel, skip, skip, no, and you're on your phone I, normally, yeah. and Mo's just like. <laughs> I'm usually what I, I'm thinking, like, what am I going to talk yeah, about? Yeah, what what's the topic? What are we doing? What are we doing? All right, you can start. We're ready. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Team Chat Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined to my right by Rachel Mogan. What's up? And to my left, Zachary Parks. Hey, hey. <laughs> I love, Why is that funny? I don't know, because you always bring something new, so I never know what I it's going to be. You change it up. I know. I know. Yeah. It's good. It's good. One day, I like it. I got to figure new things out to say. <laughs> I don't know any other languages. But if this is your first time listening to Team Chat Podcast, we are a video game podcast where we will talk about games that we love and sometimes games that we hate. And we'll do that through top three lists, discussion, debates, reviews, and every once in a while, a guest. <gasps> Could be you, Had a couple listener. Guests. Could, Could be, be you. Number. Could be <laughs> you. But if you would like to get in contact with us to send us a question, comment, general feedback about the show, or topic idea, you can do that by sending us an email at teamchatpodcast at gmail.com, following us on Twitter and Facebook at Team Chat Podcast, and subscribing to YouTube where you can watch the episodes in video format. And also... If you would like to support the show, you can also do that by going to patreon.com slash teamchatpodcast, where for as little as $1 a month, Sarah McLaughlin music, cute now, <laughs> you can help support the show in the arms and also the you'll help us achieve our dreams. And in return, we will, not only will we give you great content of these episodes, <laughs> we will also provide you with cool perks like getting each episode early before it's Tuesday release. But if you don't want to do that, that's totally fine because we still love making this podcast and giving you great content each and every week. The team chat promise, the team chat guarantee. Again, if you'd like to check that out, that's patreon.com slash Team Chat Podcast. I can't believe I can't wait to we like have a, a motherboard of of sound design like a real radio. That'd be awesome, oh, yeah, right? Oh, that'd boy, be cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're listening to Team Chat. Oh my god! I would turn it off so fast. They suck so hard. I feel like our Sarah McLaughlin music kind of threw you off. 
You no, cued it. I, I, it I, I called for it. You guys delivered yeah. it. And then I slowed down my tempo to match the cadence of the song. I'll, I'll it was look great. up the real lyrics next time. Yeah, we'll get all it. I know is in the arms of the angel. Oh, it's in the arms of the angel? I thought it was the angel's supposed to be carrying those sweet, poor puppies and kitties. To heaven. That's the only reason why I know the lyrics. That that one line is because that's all I hear by before I turn off the commercial. Like, nope, don't feel like crying today. Those commercials are long. And they're so Yeah, why are they like two minutes? Seriously, they're so long. Like, that's the whole commercial break, and then you're back to your SpongeBob. I know. It's really ruined the flow. My SpongeBob is bad for children. But. Before we get into the episode, since we're still getting used doing, to this, doing. we'll talk about, and I'll, I'll need to, boy. oh wait, well, I need to give like some kind of weird Let's restart the podcast. Restart. No, no restart. I'm just but, so the song for last week, uh, we will add in later the uh, person who won. But the song from last week that we, is Silver for Monsters from the Witcher 3 soundtrack. That hint was good. Thank you. Good hint. It was a good hint, I, and I appreciate the way our hints are going. Yeah, for more uh, like riddles. Yeah, like it was I very cryptic. Yeah, it was yeah. good. For those of you who aren't familiar with the Witcher series, silver swords are used for fighting monsters. Steel is used for fighting humans. So when nice. you're fighting monsters, which the song is called "Silver for Monsters," silver is better than steel. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was my, that was my hint. So. Yours, yours was very, way more thought good, out sir. than mine. Very good, very good. Thank you, thank you, very sir. Clever. I tipped my hat to you, sir. But yeah, so uh, we'll add in this and blank won the contest this week. So congratulations, oh, you. Gotcha. <laughs> if yeah, anyone gonna, won at all. I'm going to add them in later. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so stick around for the end of this episode where we will, uh, Zach will give us another song for you all to guess mm. the, the game, which game I it's got, from. I, I have a good hint. That He'll hint. have a hint as well, so stick around <clears throat> for that at the end of the episode. Or, you know, whatever. Skip ahead if you don't like hearing us talk. Yeah, but, uh, this is a video game music <laughs> at the end. Hey, that's not a bad deal. This is a we, good podcast. Yeah. <laughs> a weekly hey. dose of soundtracks. A sick About intro 15, followed by a great yeah, outro. Just, just mute, but I'm telling you, other than that, they do a really that good job. That last five seconds. Man, <laughs> real winner. where it's at. <laughs> That's where it's at. <laughs> so, today, the topic of today's show is best and worst of a game series. <clears throat> so, this is, is going to be good. This is going to be good. So, we each picked a series, and we each picked the best one, and we picked the worst one. I, it was such a struggle for me to not go, oh, Legend of Zelda, they have 20 plus installments, I so you can definitely talk about that. I to do Halo. Well, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, mine, I feel like I can get away with because I, I, it's, a, it's a popular franchise, but I, don't, but I haven't personally talked about it a lot. So I feel like I I got a pass. If not, if we get to it and you guys are like, no, boo. Boo. <laughs> then then uh, boo. I, have, I have a backup. So. Oh, quick shout out. So Spencer and I were talking about metal bands oh. and he sent me a band and he was like, I kind of don't think you're going to like them. And I listened to about the first five seconds of the song and I told him, I don't know about this. <laughs> we're about five this. seconds in. I don't know about this. And he was like, oh, no. And I was like, OK, we're, we're going to try song number two. And I was like, shut down. We're done here. I give this the, I give this give the, the official boo. Mogan boo. I gave it the boo. And he was like, no, the, the harshest the review boo. in existence. The, <laughs> the Mogan boo. The, the boo hammer. The boo hammer. Yeah. That so, should be your official. Like, that's wh- my when official we do our thing. The boo. And stuff. What, so what, what would it be then if, if it's a positive? If it's a positive. 
Because you got a very strong boo. I cry a lot. <laughs> so, like, if you break tears. Break in tears of joy, yeah. All right, all right. It doesn't take much to make me cry tears of joy. I cry way easier, way easier at joy than I do at sadness. Oh. Like, for sadness, I can hold it in. I yeah. can be steely and strong. Mm-hmm. But if something happy happens in any movie or life or show, if a dog smiles at me, I'm like... <laughs> That's because his smile is ugly. You Damn, that, Jesus that's, Christ. That's the producer of this show <laughs> you have just insulted. Fired. Fender the dog. I'm going to put the boo on you. No, he will. Or worse, his claws are so sharp. He'll get me. Yeah, that's He's a right. powerhouse. Our producer is a dog. Got if anyone is just first listening to this he's show, got a, he's got a, you've noticed the quality. It's because our producer's a dog. It's the the quality is top yeah, notch, it's, it's actually very surprising that Fender is able to put that all this together. That was more of an insult than mine. <laughs> Wait a minute, who does Jared need to be mad at? Uh, both of you, it who, seems who, who, like. Who, who, Jesus. Who do I need to give the anger to? <laughs> that is my flesh and blood. Uh, we love Fender. He's so cute. One's insulting my dog. The other's insulting my producer skills. <laughs> Jesus. Double whammy. I know. It's rough. Tough crowd up in the chat podcast so moving back to the topic who would like to kick us off i Um, wish we had music to cue the game sorry to do like an extra work each of our games come on yeah like because i'll go okay let's not step on toes (laughs) you go first my good sir Uh, but if i had some music to queue it up it'd be great but maybe we'll get into that in post but maybe not and uh maybe i don't know i'm not not making promises (laughs) so uh if you teach me how to do it i'll totally do it i'm also doing a very popular franchise okay it's a franchise that i've not really talked about that much in depth okay and let's see if you can guess. I always do this. Let's see if you can guess. I like, okay. I like guessing games. I like guessing games, too. Is it a racing game? No. Oh, I if, thought for sure it was going to be. Well, I was thinking about doing a racing game, but uh, I did not. Um, Mortal Kombat? No. All right. Hint, 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 yeah. hint, hint, hint. I mentioned this game. I don't know the episode number, but it was Favorite Campaign Missions. Okay. Ooh, hold Ooh. up. Let, let, let me think. Mm. Snap. That was a while back. That was a while back, wasn't it? I'm trying to think Is of y'all. See, I'm trying to see if Duty? I can remember y'all's. <laughs> Gold is it Rainbow Duty? Six? No. What, is it Metal Gear? No. Oh, I haven't played enough Metal Gears to oh, know. Oh, that's right. You've the, only, you've only played five. five. The yeah. The franchise. Okay, hold on. I'm just shooting off the cuff. Let me actually think Best about is it. five. Worst is going to be Metal Gear Survive. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> we already know. <laughs> like with the Mass Effect. The best is one, because that's all I've one. played. That's um, <laughs> the worst is, I don't know, three. <laughs> I actually hear two is the best. Yeah, oh, that's okay. what I've heard. Yeah. That's so what I've heard. Excited. Maybe I'll do. skip right to two. Yeah, people, no one, if no one knows, I'm playing Mass Effect for the first time, which yeah. is obviously a game. And he streams it sometimes, and, and I stream it's hilarious. It is hilarious. Everyone makes fun of me. Termy terms, if you want to watch. Uh, yeah, I was playing a couple nights ago, and I just went through the same part of the game about 50 times. And, so, everyone, and James is like, yeah, use your this and that. And I'm like, upgrade your armor. I'm like, nope. <laughs> I can do it my way. I'll do it my way. Like, basically, I'm sorry I'm getting a little off track, but basically the scenario, the scenario is you have to kill this queen. It's early on in the game. I'm not that far. And uh, you, uh, you just to get to her is hard enough. She's sending out her henchmen. And so the, the fact that I made it that far was a miracle in my opinion. And when I got there, I had like a sliver of health. <laughs> so what, it's one of those moments in games where it's like, yeah, a sliver of health. You do it so many times, you realize there's only really one way to do it. Like I tried to strategize. I tried to back up, told my teammates to do stuff. But really all I could do was just run at her as fast as I could before she could even figure what, like do her thing and shoot her three times with my shotgun. Oh. Connect like good hits, you know? Yeah. And so... 
took me about 45 times to do it, but I finally got it. Because if, if I miss one or I do it, don't do it quick enough, she shoots a blast at me. It hits me every time and I die. So I did, so I did it, and it was such a fun... It, well, I thought it was fun, but everyone was like yelling at me on Twitch and, or just my friends. They're like, just do this, do that. And I'm like, nope, 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 nope. nope. Do, do it this. my way. Yeah. I do that all the time. Like if there's an easy way, Don't I'm not going to do play it. My Don't own. tell me yeah. how to live my life. The mere fact you're telling me is going to make me do the me other not thing. Do, yeah. Yes. Uh, um, did you, who have you decided to romance? Um, Garrus, come on, roommate. Garrus. Garrus is my boy. I respect he's, the hell out of that he guy. Could be, he's he, a good soldier. <laughs> we've we've had some good battles. He could together. be your one true bro. I, bro um, for life. I do like Liam Song. I think that's her name. Is that what Li- Liam Song? She's the blue creature. Oh, she's the one that's like the scholar, right? Yeah, she's. I like book, her. Book, she's yeah, cool. She's book smart. Wisdom is good. Ashley, the other human. I think it's Ashley. Oh yeah, the Amber. racist. She's one. racist. Yeah. Don't like her. Damn. Um, <laughs> Because there's a woman with a mask that you can't see what she looks like. So, Tali. Yes. Ooh, mystery. <laughs> yeah. So Maybe that's Tali go reminds through. me of Anna. Go for it. Because she, of the type she of does mask, look like Anna, I'm like, she's oh. super into your ship's like core, like what makes oh. it go fast. So I'm like, cool. She Is Tali a human? She you like racing. She wants to go fast. Oh, Shepard. <laughs> oh, Shepard. <Shepherd's laughs> you sly dog. <laughs> I feel like you should date the scholar because you play a wild freewheeling well, ship. Yeah, yeah. We're going to compliment You need a balance. Yeah, you need balance. Yeah, or, or all three, you know. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Why not? <laughs> but boo. <laughs> <laughs> Live like um, my so, way. Okay. Anyway, don't so yeah. Me. So I don't. So what? What Anyways. is your? What is your game? Because I, I, I don't. I cannot think of what it is. That episode it's was too huge, far back. Huge franchise. Okay. Well, GTA. Oh Wait, yeah. That's <laughs> not a that TCP that's a racing game. <laughs> that's a podcast. No, it's Grand Theft <laughs> Auto. It's a I forget game. that you have played more than just five. Right. Oh yeah, I've played two. Three, four, and five. Okay, so I have not played right, the you original yeah, Grand Theft Auto. You don't talk about this one that I don't, much. and it's been a huge... I've beaten everyone, played them, put many wow. hours into all of them. So I'm going to say we do this backwards. Backwards? So whereas we do the best one first, and then do the worst one, so we can compare it to the best one as to why it was so bad. Okay. As to what made it okay. bad okay. in comparison to the best one. So okay. they That's already actually know. how I wrote my notes. So well, this works out really well for everyone, sense. then. Nice and linear. That is creating hella noise. Oh, sorry. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm thinking because Grand Theft Auto, it's tough to figure out, and because I, I guess I haven't, which one is the worst, but I know which one's the best. I think I know which one is the worst. So we're too. starting with best. Yeah, we're starting yeah. with best. Okay. So, give you so I'll go with the best. Yeah. Man, I know what I'm going to say for my worst. I'm going to get some shit for it. I can't wait. But, I'm uh, excited. I, I, I love know, unpopular opinion. Yeah. The best, in my opinion, um, is four. Okay. I was going to try to think of a whole speech to lead up to it. means nothing to me. I've heard a lot of good things about that once in particular. Grand Theft Auto 4 is my favorite. So wow, this is tough. This is a lot tougher than I thought it'd be. Well, yeah, because it's like what parts? What parts is gonna? Oh, uh, to, no, just to say just to, just to say that Grand Theft Auto Four is the is best, your favorite is one, and me thinking that it's the best Grand Theft Auto. So was it the characters? Or was it the story? Good, all great questions. So Grand Theft Auto, a, a little bit of history from my perspective about Grand Theft Auto. It uh, from the one, the first one I played that was two was yeah. a very. It's a top down game. It's right. It's a bird's eye view the whole time. So I don't. I don't know what kind of game that you call that, but you're. I think Top down, it's top down game, and you race through the streets. I always kind of thought they were all third person. No, Grand Theft Auto one and two, which I think that was I know graphically one and two, especially like that was because of the graphics that were available at the time. Yeah, that well, well, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know when Grand Theft Auto two came out. Um, I think I have it for my PS one. Four is two thousand eight. So okay, yeah, I had Grand Theft Auto two for my PlayStation one as well, and uh, but it's still the game is there in. 
Grand Theft Auto 2. I don't remember how much in-depth the story was. I honestly don't. All I really remember from that is running around, you know, creating chaos, using this, like, electricity gun that I never saw again in any of the Grand Theft Autos. And But you still, like, cops are a big thing. Um, helicopters come in, rocket launchers, tanks. Like, it's still Grand Theft Auto at its right. core. But the evolution from 2 to 3 has to be one of the biggest, like, gaming moments or, like, gaming evolutions for oh, a game okay. of all time. It's got to be. There's no way it's not. Because Grand Theft Auto 3, which takes place in a pseudo-New York City called Liberty City, was so mind-blowing. I think it was for PS2. When did Grand Theft Auto 3 come out? 2000? I can look it up. It was so mind-blowing. The 2001. Two, I had no, and that's the third one. I yeah, had no idea they were that old. They are. Yeah, Holy they're old. Crap. It's a franchise, and they always have a huge gap in between. They, yeah, they, yeah, that's a big gap. Well, yeah. because three to, three to four, and then four to five. Yeah, yeah that's but they seven take their years. time. We've always talked about how much I, or, you know, we all love Rockstar. I really like the way they handled yep. like how they make games. Um, but Grand Theft Auto Three, even though now the graphically it probably hasn't like it probably hasn't really stood the test of time in a lot of ways. It still was so amazing to play GTA 3. I remember like I remember going to Toys R Us, convincing my mom to get it, riding home in the car, you reading the, that one past your mom. At first she said no, and I was like, and she's like, yeah, she said, I don't care. And I remember reading the back of it, and it's like, kill hookers, become a pimp, do whatever no! it takes to beat the game. You know, it's, and it was it, like, yeah. Yeah, and I was like reading that out loud. My mom's like, oh my God, <laughs> like what your have I done? Your mom should have turned around. I know, I know. But it was a... Um, that the the free roaming ability in that game was so awesome. That was probably I always talk about Oblivion being one of the first games I was like I felt what free roaming felt like. Yep. Grand Theft Auto was probably maybe even before that, but Oblivion's really crazy and cool. But um just the cityscape, the stuff that you could do, it was amazing. And it had a pretty decent story that had what Grand Theft Auto is really known for, especially now, and I guess since three they they have such great characters. They have yep. a lot of good side characters. But the thing about three, your character was boring as hell. He was like a typical, like, just kind of crime dude. Like, crime dude. Have any a his, grunt. He was yeah. He was a like hench a person. He didn't have a background really. He was just a criminal. He had like a black leather jacket, and he did whatever it took to kind of get to the top. And everyone respected him in the crime world for that. So he was working yeah. for a lot of people. Yeah. And you meet all these different characters, and it's it's uh, it feels like an RPG in that sense. The amount of characters and quests that you have to do. I wonder if you could call Grand Theft Auto an RPG. I would say, well, it what, misses key elements of RPG. Like, I mean, you, well, I don't know. Yeah, because don't know. you can level, well, in 5, at least, you can, like, level up your character in the sense of, like, the more you run, the faster, the better their stamina right, is. There, the more yeah, you shoot, the better like you're, that. you're. But right. it's not like you apply, you're applying experience points That's to That's true, and you things. also don't, especially in 4 and 5, your identification really is not with, like, what you do in the game. It's like, the game's already, you know, the story's told. Yeah, the I don't story's know, You set. don't feel like you have any say in right. the story. It's yeah. like, here's what's happening. So, yeah, maybe, not safe to call it an RPG. I would say probably just action-adventure, open-world. But a really good one. A yeah. One, yeah, open-world action adventure and one that introduces characters they weave back in you know it's a really well told story and Grand Theft Auto 3 was a really well told story I mean I don't remember the exact arc of it I just remember a lot of the characters that I met a lot of the mob crime bosses putting bombs and cars you know it was great and I was like okay Grand Theft Auto 3 great game loved it 
And I always have that story that I told you guys that I got super far in it, like 98% completion. I was playing during a thunderstorm. And oh, like, and you oh. lost everything. Like, I lost everything. And I just turned it off and, like, went downstairs and had dinner and never thought about it again. I was like, <laughs> I, like, didn't know how to process it. I was like, I didn't know. Like, I was so bad. Like, I just internalized it for Zach, years. how's your day? Whatever. <laughs> maybe Whatever. that's on the top of your maybe mental health I'm, problems yeah, maybe list. that's why I'm so unhappy. <laughs> just, yeah, Grand Theft Auto. never got to finish it. So, great, right? Yeah. Here comes Grand Theft Auto 4 coming around the corner of what, five years, seven years later? Eight, yeah, seven years, like later. seven years yeah. later. 01 yeah. to 08. Trailers start coming out for it. Little teaser trailers. I don't know if, uh, if you I guys see saw that. It, no. Okay, so this was massive for me. This The, the teaser, they, they uh, Rockstar, their, their teaser trailers were like movie trailers. You know, they were these panoramic, or not panoramic, but these sort of uh, helicopter shots of New York City. And it's looks real there's unbelievable music and there's this voice that's doing the vo for this russian voice and he's like i've killed people i've smuggled people but i've done whatever it takes it's time to start over and you don't know what's going on you're like whoa and then like by the way (laughs) thank you and then the four comes up and it's like you know it's like whoa grand theft auto four this is huge so they did that for i don't know six months they just teased you (laughs) and you're like oh man they're really doing a good job (laughs) i am so excited they came out with like such great i mean i still rewatch some of these trailers they're so good i love them and i guess the main the most important thing of why grand theft auto 4 stands out among the other ones that's for me my favorite and the best is the story slash look of it even compared to five which is in a beautiful game. Grand Theft Auto 4 has a grittiness and a rawness to it that I don't think 5 has. 5 is LA, it's flashy, it's colorful, it's, it's exciting. Very pop. Yeah. yeah, it's very pop. And 4 is just gray and beautiful in its own way. I mean, it's a You're a big fan of gray. I like <laughs> I I like the darker side of things, you know? And a beautiful game in its own right. I mean, this Grand Theft Auto 4 is a really good-looking game, but whenever I think about it, I just see rain and I see a like a really beaten-down city that's going it's been through a lot of shit. And so it's back you're back at Liberty City. I think I was about to say isn't it New, the New it's, York It's New uh, York Grand City. Theft Auto? But yeah, I guess so. I guess I guess you're back at Liberty City and you play Nico Bellic and you're this Russian immigrant that comes off a boat which has an unbelievable opening cinematic scene that feels like a movie. Have you have you guys played for or not? I remember you talking about this character though. Nico Bellic. Yeah. I talk about yeah. him for the campaign mission. So the mm-hmm. campaign mission was the uh, four leaf clover one where you rob oh, a bank. Right. Yep, yeah, yeah, I remember, I remember that now. Yeah, with Patrick, or yeah, the Irish friend, which is a great character, and um, you come off this boat, and it's got this music and the cameras. It, I mean, I, I'm you know, I think very cinematically, and so I'm thinking like this is such a really well crafted intro. You get in a car, you meet your cousin Roman. He takes you to an apartment. You realize this is he. He, I mean, I'm, I won't go into the game what it's about. I'm talking about more why I like it. But you basically start out at the bottom. He's like, "This is where I live. It's an apartment. You like step in a cockroach. You know, it's like, Jesus sucks." And slowly over time, you get intertwined with the criminal world, even though it's something you're trying to avoid. Mm. And you even have missions where you like try to take girls out, and you're like, I'm trying to be normal. And you realize, <laughs> I'll open the door for you. But you is re- that his opening line? That's, that's his, those are his flirts. I may sound weird. Here, I'm trying to be normal. <laughs> this is what do normal people do? Uh, you, his backstory is he was in this war in Russia, and he's got like a lot of mental problems pertaining to that war. And 
So that's that's part of this sort of darkness that I think seeps in. He you can tell he's like a, a bomb ready to explode, but he's trying to keep it in. I really like that. You you root for him, but at the same time, he's a psychopath. He really is. He'll yeah. kill anybody. And you get slowly intertwined into this criminal world. And like Grand Theft Auto Three, which is one of the reasons why I love this so much, is this sort of the ladder that you climb. You really feel it. Some of the people you meet at first are just like you. They're just shitty low-life criminals, and they're just trying to get by. But as you move up, you meet, like, Brucey, who uh, does car mods, and he's, like, a racer, but I think he may sell drugs, too. But he's all he's got, like, a helicopter for you. You know, things slowly move up. You take over one guy's apartment, you kill this dude, you get his place, and fantastic. So the story's there. There's there's choices that have to be made that some that you know in in a small way affect the story i think there's something with your romantic uh, there's a couple relationships you can have so that's like integrated as well and what all that being said so that's great that's like that's amazing like grand theft auto 4 killing it with the story the characters i mean nico bellic's such a famous character now like everyone knows who nico bellic is and that's all good and fine but there was what grand theft auto obviously is known for what keeps it replay value high is just kind of wandering around the city and doing things. Mostly it's killing and like causing mayhem, but hell sometimes yeah. Yeah, hell yeah, but sometimes <laughs> that's what's up. Grand that's what's what's up. <laughs> pacifist run, pacifist run. <laughs> um, no other Grand Theft Auto, in my opinion, including five had the physics, especially with the cars, the, the, the dialogue of the people, the, just sort of the it really beckons you to come to places and, and and I'm a big fan of New York City in general so I'm it's a little bit I'm a little bit biased but you really do feel like you can walk to Central Park you can walk down to Broadway you can walk to these places you can go across the bridge and you can go to like Brooklyn you can go to these other spots and it really feels massive obviously but it also feels like what I, what New York is? And right. They did such a good like with the hot dog vendors, with the, the with the bums running around, with the criminals you see running and the cops chasing them. Right. Not to say they did not do a good job with Grand Theft Auto Five being in L.A. When, when I'm going to get to, I guess when I talk about my worst, like it's they're all great. You know what I mean? So picking Grand Theft Auto as a best worst is really interesting. I mean, there's still one the experiment. one that's that's less that's your least favorite for me. Of all but of them. I feel like all of them. And, and here's the thing that I never. But we're played, not saying it yet. No, okay. I never played Vice City or San Andreas. Those are sp- not spinoffs. Those are complete games, but they use the Grand Theft Auto Three engine. Right. That's what I've always thought they so were. So the big leap for me was from two to three, and then three to four. In four to five, not so much, but three to four, huge leap. And I don't know. I mean, I just when I think about Grand Theft Auto, that was the most fun I had in a Grand Theft Auto game, being nice. Nico Bellic, going through his crazy storyline, and just experience like it was big. And, and think about the leap that I explained from two to three, going from a top down to the three D world. That's huge. That's like right, Mario that's really going Mario sixty four. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a oh, really that big deal. Right. And I thought it was just a big deal, just as a big deal from three to four. The amount of improvements that they made, especially graphically. I mean, three, you saw the images. Three has yeah. not, I don't think, aged that well. But four still holds up pretty well. Four looks good. It's four looks good. Really, even three didn't look that bad. I mean, um, considering that it was 01, yeah. it looked pretty good. I mean, those games are uh, pretty, like, they they still stay, uh, like, I see, like, you can buy all of them on the App Store now, I yeah, think. Yeah. And, like, so totally. they, they still have, 
there's apparently still a big enough market for all of them. Yes. So. Yeah. I mean, Grand Theft Auto is like definitely in the history books. Oh, for, for sure. History. You know, that's a huge five just, sales records on its own. Probably cemented yeah. it into and for controversy for gaming controversy. Yeah, yep. for gaming controversy. Our youth, oh, our children, sure. but, but, they're being know, corrupted. I don't mind. You know, that's a I guess a sensitive topic, but I don't mind that they they push these boundaries yeah. with like violence and. Characters. I mean, the, one of the first. It's scenes an art form. In, they do it in other art forms. Why yeah. can't we do oh, it in absolutely. video games too? I agree. And one of the first scenes in four, I think, is a guy getting having sex with like a kind of like in Pulp Fiction. We get like the you the know, ball like, gag and stuff. Yeah, like a ball the gag. Yeah. yeah, and it's like whoa, like Grand Theft Auto. You know, it's yeah. fucking Grand Theft Auto. Welcome it's, to the world. Yeah, of Grand Theft Auto. It's like I'm there. How old I'm there. were you when your mom let you buy this game? Like eleven? Well, three's different. Three oh, never had okay. any. I don't. I don't remember anything that. Oh, okay. Four, I think it was with four was and three. I feel like it was four and five where like... Three oh, pushed boundaries too, though. Three was really? fun, so you could do some really messed up stuff, like uh, hookers and yeah. you, know, you could do some messed up stuff. But anyways, um, four, yeah, I just had... The, the cops were great. I don't know, just just the, the feeling cops, of... Everything four, about it clicked. Everything about it clicked in such a wonderful way. And the excitement, a lot of it had to do with the leap from three to four. That's huge for yeah. me. You know, yeah. it's like this game, they, it's been improved so much. <laughs> From the previous title, nice. so yeah, four four for me in Grand Theft Auto. It's gonna it's like Halo Two from the Halo series. That's that's my that's the one. You nice. know, that's the one that stands out uh, for the series. So yeah, that's my best. It's your Wind Waker. It's it's yes, it's like your Wind Waker. There you go. Very nice. The multiplayer sucked. <laughs> <laughs> that was, I do remember not really liking the yeah, multiplayer. Yeah. Eh, you they, know. They, they did okay. It's just they had this one game type called Cops and Robbers that was such a good concept that just fell flat for some reason. I don't know. Maybe I just never played with good people. Yeah. But it's like four guys in a car and you can shoot out and then four guys in a cop car chasing you. So he's like, oh, that's amazing. I love Cops and Robbers. But yeah, I don't know. Just it just never didn't, did anything. didn't work. I don't know. It's I'm laggy. a fan of the foot chase. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Who needs these automobiles? And parkour. <laughs> yeah. But I will say running around free roam with you your friend that was fun that's basically the the map of new york with you and a friend doing whatever you want that's no cool. missions that's cool. just do whatever you want we that's go cool. steal a helicopter just, fly just around, around and listen to the radio you know grand oh. theft auto is famous for the radio grand theft auto three's rate or yeah three's radio is great <laughs> yeah. four and five are more music oriented three had talk shows that were like hilarious that's oh wow so awesome. good that's crazy <laughs> it's oh grand theft auto is a is a, there like an ost game. out there of just the radio tracks? there's gotta be God, oh, gotta somewhere be. somebody that, has you them. should be someone needs that as their song yeah. i know i just spoiled it but somebody yeah. needs the talk show as their song <laughs> Nice. Yeah, so I'll, yeah, I need, I've been it. meaning I've been meaning to go back and play more of the Grand Theft Auto series, but. Four, dude. Four, I don't think you need to like play three to play four. Four is like them, I don't think again, you need to play any of them to play. No, no, you don't. Yeah, that's yeah, true. but they yeah. always start over. four. Four is a good one. Like I've, I've heard just enough such a of that, and I need to go back and yeah, play it. And it's a great sure. story. Nico Bellic. Okay, sorry. All right. Y'all good? That's there, all good? There, there's a, I will say there's a funny meme that circles it. It cracks me up every time. So every you have a cell phone in the game. That's how you, which is brilliant, I think, especially for 2008, whenever it came, was it seven or eight when it came out? I was like, yeah. oh, this is brilliant. Messages, um, what to do next. You know, it's all on a cell phone that kind of pops up. So everyone, you can get text messages from all your people that you meet. And Roman, the first guy, your cousin, is blowing you up constantly throughout the game. He's like, hey, cousin, you want to go bowling? And you can. You can go bowling with him. You can go get yeah. drunk with him, and your, your whole screen goes wobbly. I mean, you can do all this stuff, which is great. You can go to a strip club, of course, with Grand Theft Auto. awesome. But uh, it's, it gets to a point where it's it's insanely annoying. Oh. Like He's like, hey, cousin. Like, he's like, leave me alone. Yeah, do you want to go? Yeah, let's go to the bar. And so there's a meme that or that's online where it's, it's just three panels. And it's, I might have told you guys this one, but it's Nico Bellic's hands opening... 
a fortune cookie, and the last one is the fortune. It's like Nico, it's your cousin Roman. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go bowling? <laughs> you can't escape him. No. You can't escape him. <laughs> oh, that's such a fun! I don't know who ever made that. Oh, that's really awesome. It's just so funny. <laughs> Nico, do you want to go bowling? <laughs> All right. But yes, that's it. That's Red Theft Like So good. Watch the trailers for them. The trailer, they do, Rockstar does, Rockstar does great stuff. Man. Oof. It's good stuff. That's how I'm going to troll you on your streams from now on. <laughs> cousin. Hey, cousin. Smoking, <laughs> right. what is your best game in fr- from it's a franchise? It's definitely not that well fleshed out. So we're going we're gonna <laughs> to yeah. set okay. that bar nice, put it right back low. We'll put, you'll be able to reach it very easily. So um, it is an older franchise as well. And in recent years, it's totally fallen off the face of the planet. So, And actually, it's juxtaposed very heavily against the worst. So the best is going to be a little bit weak, but then when you compare it to the worst, it's going to all make sense. Okay. Hmm. So this would be Spyro. Oh, whoa. Do you guys remember Spyro? I, do remember I played Spyro. very little of Spyro, right. but I, I, I have played some very history. little of it. So <laughs> I'll start by saying the actual installment that I'm considering the best is going to be Spyro 3. Enter the Dragon. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, oh yeah, Enter the Dragon. Oh, but I, I need to it. go. So, indeed. Funny. Some high class humor. That's right there. very clever. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't come up with the name. Somebody else did. So, um, the, this would have been in the year 2000. So, this was the third installment in 2000. It was also the last installment that they did by Insomniac Games. Okay. So, Insomniac had been doing one, two, and three. And Spyro, when it first came out in the very late 90s, what was it, 97? Hmm, I think. Probably. Yeah, it was 97 PS1? or 98. Yeah, they, they, th- those sequels happened very rapidly. Hmm. This would have been right around the time that our family got our very first PlayStation 1. So we only had like four games. The Legend of Dragoon, <laughs> number <laughs> one. If, it, if I had other ones to juxtapose that with, I would have happily talked about it. Uh, we had Crash Bandicoot, which I nice. thought about doing. I thought about Crash very hard. Mm-hmm. We had Tekken 2. I thought about yeah, Tekken a lot. There's a Tekken. bajillion Tekkens. Actually, today, I know it's going to be past tense, today is Tekken 2's anniversary. Oh, really? Oh, this wow. year in gaming. Nice. Is Tekken is, 2 a big one for you? Oh, that Tekken was 2 the was the... Oh, that okay. it started it all. Okay. A lifetime of Tekken, because we never played the first <laughs> one. And for a lot of uh, gamers, it was only in arcades. Yeah. So you only could play Tekken 1 in arcades. Yeah. So Tekken 2 was one of the first ones they put on the console. And we were like, oh my god, fighting! <laughs> this is how I feel about my siblings all the time! <laughs> Right. I can take so, out my anger in digital I can form. take out my anger. So Tekken 2, all of my child rage, and then Spyro. That was our game. So those were really kind of some of the only ones we had, just starting out as little baby Mogan gamers. Mm-hmm. Even our sister would play Spyro, and she's not that really into gaming. Crash was more her game. But my brother and I have loved Spyro for years and years, and we kept up with them very well. But getting back to uh, Enter the Dragon. So... The Spyro games are not very um, deep. <laughs> yeah, just tell it like it is, Mogan. Just, just, just a platformer. Good. See, that's, that's okay. the thing. No one's playing Spyro for the story. Right. No one's playing Spyro for the characters, really. No one's playing it for the you know emotional attachment. People play Spyro for a really fun platformer. And that's really all it is to me and to most Spyro players. That's kind of the extent of it. So Spyro 3 was really just the culmination of everything that they had already established in Spyro 1 and 2. And they just improved on everything. So it's pretty common that in a series you get a really good first game. A lot of times you get a mediocre second game. It's not that uncommon for things to continue to go downhill. 
Spyro definitely didn't do that at first. They went, one, we've got a great game. Two, we've got a pretty good game. Three, we've got another great game. And a lot of Spyro fans would agree that Enter the Dragon is is really quite up there. Um, a lot of people are all about Ripto's Rage. That's Spyro 2. But, uh, I think I'm that might about, have been the one I played. Yeah, maybe. Ripto's Rage. Ripto, Ooh, comes up. He's Ripto was this... Uh, so with Spyro, the whole um, the aesthetic of Spyro is very like intentionally goofy. Like, Spyro is a goofy character. It's a goofy game. A lot of your characters and friends are just really silly. It's meant to be silly good fun where you're just hanging out as a little adorable purple dragon and you've got your little dragonfly buddy Sparks. He's your health meter and gem collector. And you're just running around having a blast on all of these worlds and levels, which is where Spyro excels. So really the things about Spyro 3 that made it fantastic were level design, soundtrack mm, do you know always, much about the spyro big. soundtrack no i don't so what's his name copeland is it S- Stuart copeland i think that sounds right he's done a lot of stuff he's done more than just spyro he did like spyro and a bunch of other weird things and i was like are you kidding me he really <laughs> did all of those but so he did all of the spyro games up until three and actually, even the ones beyond that, after they left Insomniac Games, and it was boo. But um, in the beginning, the soundtrack was really, like, it's just level music. It's these mm-hmm. repetitive little looping songs, but in Spyro 3, they just did a phenomenal job of making the most memorable, insanely catchy tracks you can think of. Mm. I still walk around sometimes thinking, like, certain tunes from the game, and I'm just like, ah, oh, yes, I'm in the Oasis now, <laughs> uh, collecting my gems. You know, are big. Here I am in the cove, swimming <laughs> around. It's just, it was a really good soundtrack, and mm. it, every track went so well with the area you were in. So Spyro up until then had used like a hub design where you would make it to a certain area of the game that was really like you're a central hub to get to other levels. So there would be like portals that you would fly into and most of the time you would need a certain amount of gems which are just laying around in the world and you could collect them by killing enemies or just picking them up out of pots and just off the ground, kind of like rupees. And you would have to uh, basically pay to enter certain portals. There's also a, a few different points of the game where you have to pay this guy named Moneybags. He's a very nice. large bear-like creature. He wears a monocle hey, and bags. a suit and a vest, and he mm, carries around a giant bag of Makes money. <laughs> and he's like, ah, oh, yes, small dragon, you have to pay me X amount of funds to enter this area. And you're like, God damn it, Moneybags. dragon. I'll he's kill like, you. I'm a dragon. I'll kill you. He's a bear. But Spyro is little. He's he is like a little, a little dragon. dragon. He's the smallest one. He is. So the whole premise of Enter the Dragon is you're Spyro, you and all the big dragons are just sleeping in a field out in the open, and you have all of your baby dragon eggs just strewn about all over the place, totally unguarded. And then everybody's just sleeping, so this hooded rabbit woman just walks right in with all of her little rhinoc, they're like these little rhinoceros creatures, uh, hench people, they just walk right over grab all the eggs, and fucking go. And, like, the only thing that stops them from making a clean getaway is one of them steps on the tail of your buddy Hunter. He's a mm. cheetah. He's a very goofy cheetah. Oh, yeah. He's, he's in it. And uh, he wakes up and yelping, and everybody's like, oh, shit, our baby dragon eggs. And so they peace out, and you're like, okay, here's my mission. I gotta get back all the eggs. So you're literally just going through these levels to collect the eggs. You have to get them back because the enemy of Spyro 3 is the sorceress. Ooh. And uh, she's actually not very fleshed out at all. She's She almost never interacts directly with you as Spyro. You see her in cutscenes, so you know that like she's the bad guy. 
but she really never comes to you, which in Spyro 2, Ripto's rage, Ripto would show up and like monologue at you, and then he'd go away, and you'd be like, that guy! <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. get you um, sometime. The sorceress was always like the hidden enemy, um, and she wants the dragon eggs because she needs the wings from the baby dragons oh, to make uh, an immortality horrible. potion. Well, sounds like Cruella de Vil needs those So she's literally going to be skins. murdering baby dragons That's for their nice. wings, and eventually, spoiler alert, oh, in case you haven't played it, <laughs> I haven't. So playing right now. Once, her, once her actual plan gets out, her uh, hench person Bianca—that's the rabbit girl or whatever—actually defects. So about halfway through the game, she's really been your main protagonist up until then because she's the one that comes to fight you and antagonize you, and you're like this bunny. <laughs> and then eventually, she switches sides and she's like, "Oh, I know you don't trust me, but I'm going to be on your team Peace, from now on." Peace, bro. Yeah. And one of the things that Spyro 3 did incredibly well, which we'll talk about on the next installment of the, of the worst version, of uh, <laughs> the voice acting. Considering the fact that it was a 2000-era game, yeah. the graphics were not good. They're, they still aren't good. They did not hold Let's up see. well. But the voice acting was shockingly good. Nice. And the, whoever they got to voice Bianca did a fantastic job. She was right on character. Spyro always sounds good. He always sounds like the, an annoying dweeb of a dragon. And you're like, that's right. That's his character. That's Seems who he accurate. is. So they had a really good voice cast mixed with the really great OST and the killer level design. The nice. levels are what make Spyro, yeah. and Enter the Dragon did it all right. That's why it's the best. Look at that! Look at nice. that uh, box art there. Oh Cla- yeah, it's classic. Oh, that reminds me, you had other characters. There you go. <laughs> you got a penguin. Forgot a all about monkey. that. So something that made Spyro Three really unique is these other characters mm. are actually rebels who are rebelling against the Rhinoch like, army, and with you a gun. can yeah, the monkey with a gun. Mm. So what you do is you have to pay money bags to basically <laughs> bail them out of jail, rebel jail, and then once you get them, you can play them in certain levels. Nice. And it's like this fun little dynamic where you get to go around and be these other characters. Very cool. Uh, that Yeti character, yeah. actually, his name is, uh, I think it's Bentley. What? I, th- I, I think, no, it's, no. <laughs> no my, like my mom's really name? <laughs> no, look it up. My what, mom's what's his name? name is my Bentley, in case listeners name. didn't know that. Year of the Dragon. Let's what see. up, Bentley? <laughs> what's going on, Bentley? She's going to be stoked to hear that. She listens to every episode. She gets a shout out. Uh, does what? she really? Yeah, kind of. She's like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> but I listen to support you. But I listen you. to my baby. <laughs> <laughs> is that what she no, sounds my like? my mom is could be it's probably Bentley. the exact opposite of that. His name is Bentley. That's great. It's Bentley the Yeti. That's it funny. It could be a guy's name or a girl's name. Look, that's your mom. <laughs> hey, mom. Got a picture hey, mom. Of you old you look great. You, you look that great re- ring? You look really good. Actually, <laughs> what's funny is Bentley was arguably the worst part of the game. No. Just no, because. Mom that one. No, so his, his actual. <laughs> hey, you're the worst part of Spyro 3. She's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know what you just said. So um, his, his actual mechanics are pretty good. You know, you, you're him. You're like this lovable goon. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you eventually get to this mini game where you have to box against this other Yeti type creature. It was the most stupidly difficult thing you've ever done in your life. <laughs> and like the whole fight would probably only take about 20 minutes, but if you did anything wrong, you were dead. Mm, and so that's like a notorious point in the game where people are like, forget it! <laughs> For fucking get it! Rage quit! <laughs> yeah, Enter the Dragon. Right. Number one in the Spyro series. So not one of my number one games overall, but mm-hmm. of the Spyros, top shelf. All right. Nice. Top All right. shelf game. Nice. What do you got, Jarrett? All right, so mine is from another big 
gaming franchise. Mm-hmm. Can anyone guess? Is it the Last of Us? No. Nope. No, wait, I, no? I'm not done guessing. No? I just thought it was that's that my, was a good that's guess. That's my backup if you uh, guys aren't going to make me. It's a good guess. No, wait, let us keep guessing. Is it The Witcher? No. I know you haven't played two or three. You can't fool me. Uh, um, and it's not Mass Effect. No, I haven't played Mass Effect. Okay. Effect. Okay. Oh, what? That, I have you it. You own the collection. You because I, it was like on sale for 12 bucks and I had to t- steal, Dark snatch Souls? it up. Nope. I'm just looking over there and just see Is what it, game. Gears of War. No. Dead Space. No. You haven't Doom. played Dead Space. No. Dark Souls. No. Civilization? No. Ooh. Oh, that would have been a good that one. That would have been a good one, yeah. but no. All right, I give up. Oh, wait. Uh, oh, come on. You said it earlier. Oh, did I really? What? Oh, what, what? Not when you were guessing for me. Oh. Oh, oh Mortal Kombat. No. Oh, shit. Oh. Son of a yeah. Bitch. Forza. Oh what God. did I say? Okay, I'm just going to say <laughs> Call of Duty. Oh. Oh. Okay. Okay. Well, you can talk about it. Okay. Yeah, because I've talked about, I've talked about, like, uh, Modern Warfare and stuff like that. But so I'm not going to do the best out of the whole Call of Duty series. Hmm. Because there's so many different ones, and they all branch into different times. That seems silly to say, like this one. Although I still think Modern Warfare is the best one so far. Okay, uh, which got that pre-order, got that remaster on pre-order. Nice, nice. I'm excited for it. It's the only reason why I'm Swanky. getting Infinity. When no. does it come out? A thousand November years from now? four. Oh, thousand years. Now. <laughs> That's not that thousand far. years. The fourth of November. Uh, but no. So I'm doing one of the branches of the Call of Duty franchise. Okay, Black Ops. Yes. Oh, I played one of those. We even had some Black... Oh, it's not this time. Never mind. I, I played Black Ops Time Warp. Two. So the best one of the Black Ops series is Black Ops, the first one. Oh. Oh, okay. Mm. Going it first. It has been said, mm, therefore indeed. it is. It is. Indeed. I have decreed it so. <laughs> Me lord. Me lord Jared. Me lord Jared has No malady so. striking our cows today. <laughs> no malady. All right. So Black Ops. This one was great because it kind of tied into a previous game that was another world war two one. And I felt like this one, this series franchise, I had the best knowledge of overall. Cause I've played all the call of duty games except for three, but this one takes place. It came out, I believe after world at war, which took place during world war two, but like, uh, more from like the, uh, well, no, it, whatever <laughs> irrelevant, <laughs> but it, a character from world at war crosses over into black ops. So you are Alex Mason. Uh, in this and the and the game starts off. It's in the Cold War, so in the '60s and stuff like that, which was a cool, an interesting time yeah. period, yeah. right? Already fascinating. Yep. And so uh, the game starts off. You're in Cuba because you're on a mission to assassinate Fidel Castro. Mm, and so you go, you assassinate him, but oh, then you, oh, you succeed. You do, oh, wow. but then it's revealed it's a body double. Oh. Oh. But it's this really, it's this really cool moment because you like bust Jeez. in through his mansion, through his mansion. And he's like there, and he tries to use this woman as a body shield, oh, and you just like on. cap him in the face. Uh, but <laughs> anyway, but so overall, while this one's great, you know, it it, it follows the same f- formula of a first person shooter Call of Duty series. You know, you go to a lot of places, you mm-hmm. shoot a lot of guys, you blow stuff up, you. You know, and you come to think, but the story of Black Ops is what bought is what sold it for me. Where because so you're Alex Mason, like I said, when you're escaping from 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 trying to kill Castro, you're captured and you're taken to a Russian prison, <gasps> where uh, you meet this guy Victor Reznov. Victor Reznov is the character from World at War that you meet. He's this like Soviet uh, le- Soviet soldier that you meet, and he like. I think he's your captain or something like that. Anyway, you interact with him there. Fun fact, voiced by Gone Blank. Willem Dafoe. No. <laughs> Damn it. Morgan Freeman. No. <laughs> what the shit? Gary Jake Gyllenhaal? Gary Oldman. 
Oh, I said Gary Busey. That was, that's, that's what, what, that's what that spurred yeah, spur it for me. Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. That's Gary right. Busey. That doesn't sound right for some reason. He's like, oh, no, no, That doesn't sound right for some reason. Gary Oldman's right, right? That's his name? I don't know, man. Man, that, that for some reason, now that doesn't sound right in my head. Gary Oldman? My vote's for Gary Busey. Wait, Gary Oldman? Ron Perlman? That is not right. That doesn't sound no, right No, I don't at know if Gary Oldman's... Because Ron oh, wait, no, Perlman... Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's, that's right. right. Gary Oldman. Okay, yeah. Esteemed British actor, whose name I could not remember. Uh, but anyway, so he does the voice of Victor Reznov, uh, which is just kind of cool. And actually, Black Ops also had, God bless Ellen Page. No, Ellen DeGeneres. Uh, well, Kate no. Blanchett. Black Black Ops had a lot of had a lot of big had a big names in. Oh, Ice Cube was in it. Was a voice in, uh, in Black Ops. A and thrill so, of a lifetime. And so was uh Oh crap! So what year was this? While you're looking that up, when yeah, did when did look. the first Black Ops come out? Um. It was late. Oh, it had to have been like 2009, 2010. Okay. More recent. Yeah. It's a, it's a more recent one. But anyway, like I was saying, um, the story is what gets it because you get captured and you're taken to this prison. And when you're in prison, you meet Victor, Victor, Victor Reznov. And he is telling you about how, like how all these dudes that you got captured by, which you got captured by the bad guy, your main antagonist in this one is Nikita Dragovich. And he, uh, and he's basically trying to launch this big plan to attack the U S with these, uh, with this, Chemical gas Nova Six. Reznov is like Not you know bad news. Biological warfare. I know, right? Mm-hmm. Never, it's all, never good. It's, it's <laughs> never good. Uh, but anyway, so you eventually try to escape the prison with the help of, of uh, Victor, and he uh, gets killed in the process. Aww. But anyway, so and then you go, and then as you as you go out throughout the game, you keep having these like weird flashbacks, and things go wrong. Like you get. You know, so it's, it seems apparent that you might have got undergone some form of brainwashing <gasps> oh God. while you were taken by the Soviets. Mm. And so then it's like this whole thing of, well, it becomes this like political intrigue story, basically, of like, well, if you got brainwashed, are you still okay to be fighting with your guys? Yeah, Is there some ulterior motive? Are you a plant? Yeah, Ooh. exactly. All this other stuff happens. So you're going throughout the game later and you see and, and then, you know, you're fighting some guys and lo and behold, uh, Victor shows back up. <gasps> So it's like, oh, you didn't die. This is awesome. We can be friends and mm-hmm. you know and beat the and beat the bad Russians because mm-hmm. you're a good Russian. But <laughs> these bad Russians, we gotta stop these guys. And as you go throughout the deal later, you realize that not only uh, were you you were actually brainwashed and you're being pursued by the you know some factions of the of the U.S. government who are trying to stop you mm-hmm. because they're like they decided that part of the plot also is you were going to be used as a uh, as a, as a plant to kill the U.S. president, so Very which would have been uh, like yeah, it. relax, yeah. relax. Do it. <laughs> you want to go too? <laughs> Except blue steel doesn't freeze flying. Right, right. Uh, well, you got to use magnum. It's magnum. Oh, that's right. Magnum. 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 It's beautiful. It's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ends. Uh, but uh, but anyway, so it becomes to this. But then also things happen. Like you wind up killing some of uh, Dragovich's henchmen. Chair, chair. I hit a button. It's my bad. Okay. That's you, like three episodes in a row. I'm sorry, uh, but uh, you uh, you wind up killing some henchmen. But it's like people you're trying to keep alive. But then you always say like, no, you know, Victor did it. I wasn't there, and all this stuff. Can I get that on a shirt? And so <laughs> Victor, Victor did, did it. it. I know. I'm free. Let me pass. And so all this happens, and it eventually comes out that no, Victor really did die. But before you you tried the escape in the prison, he was able to reverse engineer your brainwashing to make it where 
your mission was to kill the Russian guys that the U.S. was trying to take alive to get more intel so on. So he he double planted you. <laughs> he plant planted you. So Those it's writers like must have been like, uh, what if he reverse brainwashed him? Okay, <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of this big this big story that yeah. like that like kind of like with some twists and and that's tangles cool. and everything. That so is cool. Yeah. You know, it was a little bit more layers than what you would expect yeah. in like a call story. That's more than I was expecting from, from, a, from a shooter. Yeah. And so and 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 also too, like it was really awesome being that you know. You'd been used to World War II games and up until that point, but now you were in the 60s, so you had a little bit better tech and some stuff like that. You had like remote controlled like bomb cars like in the multiplayer nice. and stuff nice. like that yep. that were pretty cool. Uh, some of the things like that. The multiplayer is still one. Like I'll turn it on every once in a while and go back to you because it had some really great maps. Uh, and so like there's all this different stuff that, you know, it just it the story above all is what sold it. And so uh, yeah, but that will I will point out how it vastly compares d- differs. From the from the worst. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, we're getting to them very now soon. Now we're getting to the worst. Now. Yeah. Eh? All, All right. right. Can we break it up? Zachary Shepard. Oh yeah. Let's. Uh, Zachary uh, Shepard. Do you have a the real hero? The real hero <laughs> of the universe. I don't know about these other shepherds. <laughs> I do. Have I thought a I was going to be able to, uh, to change my last name. Oh, and Mass That's Effect. That's the joke. <laughs> yeah, he has to say. Just oh, can you hit the, <laughs> hit the camera? So yeah, uh, for those who uh, yeah, he's That's talking about Mass Effect. He has to. Mass Effect. Mass Effect. Mass Effect. Grammatically correct. Mass Effect. All right, so we'll take a break before we Game go. Made up. Before we go into our bet, the worst. Sorry, before we go into the worst, is now time for moment with Mogan. Yay! Pause. If it's new game debuts or news you can use or new tunes and titles that are adding number twos, it's rumors and gossip and industry info. They make it a new Zelda game? I don't really think so. One more thing before the last word is spoken. Listen up, ears open. It's your moment with Mogan. We don't have to do Satan. Okay, we're we're good. Um, So I don't have much as far as rumors go because this far into the future, I'm not able to plan ahead. We're having to record ahead to to schedule for uh, some upcoming travel that we have. Sorry. Sorry. Luckily, the month of September is looking like it's going to be a really good month for tons of all all kinds of releases out the wazoo. Fraught with good games. Fraught with good games, indeed. So for starters, this is actually one I'm super psyched about. Bioshock the Collection. Oh yeah. Is coming out September Sorry. September 13th. That'll be good. Xbox, PC, and PS4. Come big on. sweep. Uh this is finally I've been meaning to play um Infinite for the longest time. Ah, you'll have a and good time. And I just still haven't. I still haven't. So this is it. this is my time. I still love Bioshock 2. Very good game. Bioshock 1, man. I probably could have done Bioshock for this one actually cuz mm-hmm. once you replay Bioshock 1 it, once the magic wears off, it's a little difficult, but this will be a great time to go back and revisit a fantastic series. Um, and then in other series revived news, Dead Rising, Dead Rising 2, and Dead Rising 2 off the record are all coming out, also September 13th for Xbox One and PS4. Cool. I've nice. never played any of the Me Dead neither. Rising games. Could not either. give looks like less of a crap. I thought you played... Oh, Dead Island. Dead Island. Dead Rising looks... I mean, it looks fun too, but uh, uh, I mean, well, it looks more fun than Dead Island, but yeah. I, I don't know. I'm so those are not actually a collection. They are releasing them all separately, but on the same day. That's interesting. That it, uh, Yeah, it wasn't Normally like... Normally they're always bundled. No, it wasn't. It, from what I could tell, it didn't look like a package deal because the way they had them advertised was, nope, here's Dead, Dead Rising, Dead Rising 2. Dead Rising hmm. 2 off the record. Interesting. And I was like, interesting. Was interesting. It wasn't like, oh, Dead Rising the collection. So I, I assume that that's how they're actually going to be releasing it. 
Uh, for indie gamers and people who like a little bit something different, Don't Starve Together is coming <laughs> also September 13th for PS4. Have either of you seen the Don't Starve series? I've seen it. Um, I, I just haven't, again. It's kind of like I've a got, little... I've got a, a lot of stuff to yeah. play. <laughs> it's a more, not cutesy, but it's a more uh, cartoonish take on like a survival horror game. Yeah. Because like you're this little character, he's kind of... I hate saying the words Tim Burton-esque because it's overdone to death. But he's got like but crazy he's, hair. He's kind of yeah, like that. Look, and I don't like it. If you, Tim Burton. No, they've released a lot of t- it. Taking credit You're for so other people's work. Good at what you do. You've so spawned a whole world. <laughs> Boo. They've, they've released a lot of games for that one because there's like Don't they, Star, yeah, Don't Star have. Shipwrecked, yeah, yeah, Don't yeah. Star. I think there's a... There's Third a one before them. this one. Yeah. yeah. And then there's Don't Starve Together. So you have a lady friend now. Aww. Yay. Found love in the so hopeless now, place. Now you get to Finally. not die together. Um, and then this is the one that I got confused with Firewatch uh, last episode. They are porting <laughs> The Witness to Xbox. Oh. So The Ooh. Witness is coming to Xbox One. I'm sure you will never play it, but if you wanted to, now would be your chance. Also September 13th. So these are really all coming out September 13th. And then the last on the list, uh, there was more, but I actually had to edit it down. Uh, ReCore. Oh, yeah. September 13th for Xbox One and PC. That looks like an interesting platform. It does look interesting. So ReCore. Get it on your radar. ReCore on the radar. ReCore on the radar. It's also not one of those uh, full price games. So for the oh, game, no. So for the gamer on the budget, recore, go for it. Nice. All or right. better yet, right. play the witness. <laughs> there you go, <laughs> Xbox Kitties. users. Because uh, yeah, recore is an exclusive. For yeah, Xbox. it is. It's, a, it's an exclusive. So get on Point it, Xbox, Xbox players. Point for Xbox. Point for Xbox. We're still keeping that tally, right? I, we need a dry erase yeah, board. Yeah, That's oh. what we should. PS4 versus Xbox. I, I, I want that. I'm right. going to yeah. go to the store and that. buy a dry erase board. All right. We're putting it right. We'll put it right there. We gotta do that. We'll do it. I love it. New thing on my oh, flex boss. day tomorrow yeah. when I'm working. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you don't. You hope your boss doesn't listen to TCP. Right. <laughs> Two weeks ago, you didn't work on Friday. I actually did tell. He's not my direct boss. He's like the director of marketing or whatever. I was like, you know, I've been on a podcast for like a year, right? And he was like, holy shit. No, <laughs> I didn't dork. know that. And he was like, what's it about? And I was like, video games. And he was like, he's oh, like, oh my children love video games. And I was like, F you. You should be an adult gamer, bro. Yeah. Right, bro. Like, Can I see come you after on. lunch and talk about you it, bro. <laughs> your place in this company? Ah, right. Well, I, I, I've been working on getting my coworkers on board for a long time, and so far I've made it. no progress. All right. No. It's, it's not going to stop you, though. It's going well. It's the well. thought that counts. It's going it well. thought that counts. Um, we have, like quarterly events and i totally suggested that we all go to the legend of zelda symphony the ceo herself shot me down wow <laughs> damn wow <laughs> who suggested that who just said that she, she was like no. you don't get to pick any more of the events <laughs> who said that everyone shut up uh-huh. you're fired you're fired. Like, oh. you're fired immediately <laughs> get some culture up in right here that's down. all i was trying to do I was like, harsh harsh ceo oh, <laughs> i would have gone i would have said yes i know right What's up with these people? We went to something lame, too. She probably secretly better. loves Zelda, know, but she's protecting right, an image, you know? Right, it's a whole yeah. thing. It's all a front. Yeah. I know what she's really I about. Link. Oh, I mean Zelda. Which one? I always get confused. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I what? definitely don't Link's know what girl, I'm right? Yeah. <laughs> Only a true Zelda. You play a Zelda, right? <laughs> <sighs> I'm on to her. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Zach, what right, is I'm the gonna... worst in <laughs> Grand Theft Auto? I'm going to fly through this because I'm wrong. And, <laughs> but it's what I believe. 
Well, go so, for it. So it's I mean, like, that, that's, well, that's what matters. Don't, right. don't I'm wrong, yourself, man. but it's believe what I believe. Right. This, this podcast is built around our opinions. It's so, true. You know. I'm just saying I'm wrong. But and it's for right. someone like me who knows nothing about Grand Theft Auto, I'm just right. going to believe you. So she'll never play this one. I'll never play these. You're going to skip it. Go on ahead well, and tell me to skip it. the most recent one. Five? Yeah. Oh. Five has been my least favorite that I've played. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so why? <laughs> well, no, no, no. I mean, I've, I've only... Your beliefs are wrong! <laughs> I, you, see, you, I see that, you see that door? Yeah. You, can just, you can just go walk through it. I say, okay, here's what I'm going to say about Grand Theft Auto V. Well, because I've it's only a Master Five. Oh, wait, look, there it is. There it is. Right the, there's the there's a piece of yeah, it. You can't see look it, at that piece of crap up there. That's a piece of shit. That's the soundtrack, though, which the soundtrack is amazing. Mm. And the game is amazing. It's a masterpiece in, in, in a lot of ways. <laughs> but it's a subpar masterpiece a subpar that deserves masterpiece. our ridicule. <laughs> it deserves to be. <laughs> Put back and try it again. Nope, try again, Rockstar. No, no, I want to. Yeah, I, I need to uh, preface by saying I, I think Grand Theft Auto Five is a great game. Oh, it's a masterpiece. Fantastic. It's unbelievably good. That being said, what I how I described four and its evolution from three and three from its evolution of two. Five did not have that evolution from four, in my opinion. Hey, I mean, if you're used to that, if you're used to the yeah, jump, and I'm, it's I'm not there. I'm used to the jump, and I'm used to them leaps and bounds getting better. In, in it, it did leaps, but not bounds. Man, we're on a roll for the second episode. <laughs> um, what's the years gap? So, oh eight to what? Thirteen. Oh, yeah. okay. So another yep. big gap. Another big gap. So again, and no improvement. Weirdly enough. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. So it takes place in uh, Los Angeles and sort of these surrounding mountainous areas that you could find if you drive far enough out. You know, it's a condensed area, right? And uh, it's got Los Angeles that kind of blends into this mountain range that goes into some beaches and like a desert area where Travis lives and... Trevor. Oh, yeah, Trevor. Let's call him Travis. It's Travis now. That's how much I hate this game. (laughs) No, it's so not true. Um, And it's kind of a big... I don't know. I kind of always saw the map as a really big ring. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of just a big ring, but the city is in one central location. And it's beautiful. It is... The gameplay is unbelievable. The side characters are great. Can I, wait, I'm trying to remember some of the side characters. Well, like the guys, I like. I especially like all the Trevor, Trevor's henchmen. Yeah, Trevor henchmen are pretty good. The they're, little Trevors, if you will. They're all just Michael, like, they Michael all sound Trevor. really dumb. Uh, Franklin. Franklin. Is the main, those are the main characters. Oh, Franklin's got his friend, the gangster Lamar. friend. Lamar. Michael's got his family. Which and his son is basically like Jonah Hill. Yeah, here's the thing for me Looks about like Jonah Hill. Grand Theft Auto V. I played it a lot, and it didn't really get old. But Four didn't get old either, but... Uh, it, five didn't get old to play. Like it's a fun game to replay. Obviously, it's a great game. It has a huge following. For me, the biggest setback for five was I did not feel the need, nor did I really think I'd get anything out of it. Like nor the need, I guess, and the want to replay the story once I finished mm. it. Ah. As much as I like Franklin, Michael, and Trevor, <laughs> I in as much as they are really actually kind of interesting fleshed out characters. Compared to four, when I talk about like the grittiness of four, I think what I'm really talking about is their sort of realism they tried to put into it. Five, I really think is these are character caricatures of people that you might find, especially Michael in like L.A. You know, he's like yeah. an L.A. guy that's unhappy but has all this wealth. You know, they're very much they're almost like caricatures. Yeah, yeah, caricatures. Yeah, yeah, and. Um, they feel yeah exactly so they're like these kind of cart- it's it's five overall 
felt a bit cartoonish, even in the look a little bit. Its its look is and more. I, and I get that it's LA. Cartoon. Like what they did is right. You know, I don't think they should for the environment. Yeah, for, for the, the environment. Basically, environment. one of my I think the biggest things I'm finding out as I'm talking is I like. New York environment a lot better and the feel than the Los Angeles look and feel. You yeah. know, that was a huge thing. But also, if I will be crit- you know, critical of the game, the characters, like I said, Michael Franklin and Trevor, as much as they are, they're, they're interesting. To me, they weren't memorable. Maybe Trevor. Trevor was a memorable character. He really stood out as somebody that I'll remember for a long time, but no way like Nico Bellic or uh, his cousin Roman, other characters that sort <laughs> of sur- Of course, how can I forget him? Or Brucey. I don't know. These characters in four felt real, felt honest, and felt they didn't, they weren't trying to be crazy zany over the top. Five is an over the top game mm-hmm. in a yeah. lot of different ways. And, and we know you're not a fan of that. I'm just, that's not my that's style. Why I haven't been able to really get into the multiplayer Grand Theft Auto Online. Yeah, it's, it's just, just too much. It's just mayhem, dude. And it's like, I yeah, can't make any sense of it. Everyone's I got structure. I, yeah, just, yeah, I know. It's just, and I, and I had fun playing five with my friends when we do our own thing. You right. know, we go fly planes together. That's amazing. It's an amazingly big, massive, cool looking game. But, Again, yeah, it's a lot of it's over the top. The story is ridiculous of how these people come together and the stuff that they do together. Um, and it's funny because the way they frame the game at the beginning, the first mission that you do, you're in like North Dakota, Minnesota. Yeah, you're in like you do like a a, a robbery in in like a snow village in like North it's Dakota, middle of nowhere. the snow yeah. level, the snow level, and it's great. It's got a great atmosphere. The feeling there's awesome. And then once you get to LA, everything sort of changes and the family. And it's it's also it's it's it kind of bore me down with uh, a lot of like the political agenda. It tried to everything's so in your face of this is making fun of this. This it's very satirical. And Grand Theft yeah. Auto has always been satirical to definitely a degree, but five really throws it in your face and it's fine it's funny a lot of it works but again i just don't like the presentation i don't know everything just felt like look how funny this is look how great this is and i was like dude i just you know well, it's like just, just, give, me grief, just give me darkness give me yeah. The, yeah, just yeah. give me the darkness no you know, i get that one it. Mission I get it. that's what like mark zuckerberg yeah you do like with a phone and then like he's dancing around on stage like give me money and like we're gonna give away all your secrets like oh this is so of the moment which is great it's 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 you need stuff like that but I don't know, like, it just doesn't rub me, like, the right way for some right. whatever reason. No, I get it. And it also, and I know it's a thing of Grand Theft Auto games, but, like, there was a couple missions that I was just like, why am I having to do this? Oh, you got, like, tow trucks well, for, like, like, a couple missions. Yeah, you well, know, like, the like one where you, 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 you practice yoga with Michael's yeah, wife, and, you and it's just like, and you have to do it all, and I was just like, why like, am I, I doing this? this yoga instructor's like, funny, and, like, so... Uh, a and, like, your chart. wife's into him, because, like, she's into her right. tennis coach that you caught, you know, banging, you know, it's just like... It's it's in-depth, it's cool that it's there, but, yeah, I didn't really care. I just don't care about these characters. They're bad people. Nico, they're all, like, bad to me you yeah. know they're all I mean, like franklin's franklin, the I, only franklin one. yeah franklin actually i can sort of uh get by his morals and what he's doing but trevor and michael i'm just like i don't care about these guys trevor, franklin i did like actually I trevor say. i like he's crazy and he's wild and he's out of control right, and so and that's cool but it also got a little wearing after a while it is it's like, i like everything he says is crazy i like he's always like oh get out of my truck he yeah he's always like, like uh, yelling and uh, stuff yeah, like yeah. that and it's just like michael i did like yeah just because yep. he you know i don't know i like that he's just kind of like uh, i've got all the like you said he's yeah, unhappy he's this like stuff. unhappy he's, he's got all this stuff nice house you know and all this every other thing nice cars but he's like unhappy because he just wants to go like 
be who he was before. Right, which is and so criminal. Yeah, which <laughs> yeah, I, mean, he's I get to it. Be a criminal. Some people are lifelong criminals. Yeah, it's how some people are wired. But it's just, but still, it, his. I liked him a little bit more. But Trevor, it's like yeah. I got a little tired of his it's overly zany weirdness. And you know, I mean, like again, there's not a lot of terrible things to say. I'm being very, very critical on the game. And um, the other thing that bugged me was the physics from four to five four physics and i like physics a lot the four physics felt so much better and this is a funny analogy and uh but this is what you do in grand theft auto sometimes sometimes you run <laughs> you run over a lot of people on a sidewalk right yeah you run over like 50 gotta people. run away from the cops and sometimes <laughs> yeah. you know there's just collateral damage <laughs> this is, when four when you hit people like you really felt your car <laughs> you did you really felt them under you the really wheels felt the bumper. You could, and you'd hit four then five then six and you're like oh i'm really slowing down now <laughs> I better quit hitting people if I want to get away. These are good physics. <laughs> and in five, you just like slice right through them. So I was like, oh, that's different. And even the car wrecks in four to five are different. The, the yeah. cars in four have weight. The cars in five don't have much weight. You're flying all over the place. That's a small thing, but it meant a lot to me. No, that kind of stuff makes a difference. I would, yeah, no, I'll tell does. you, the first time I played it, I was like, oh, no, I don't like this game. I was driving around, and I did not like the way it felt driving. Uh-oh. I was like, Oh boy! And oh, like, then, who knew? There's a lot of driving in the game. There it's, is. I mean, it's in the name. It's a, it's a driving game. And um, and then I shot a car a lot <laughs> with like a assault rifle. I was like, oh okay, let's see the bullet holes and like you know that's what that's, yeah. I honestly do that every time I get a first person shooter. I like find something and I shoot on like bullet holes. Yeah, you want to see what it's like? Shells on the ground. Check. <laughs> I don't know why I like that, but yeah. So I shot like this van and it like didn't see bullet holes. The damage didn't look good to me, and the explosion looked like a cartoon explosion. I just was mm. bummed. I was bummed. But I got used to it. Blah blah blah. Great game. Not as good as four, in my opinion. Boom. Well, there it is. Multiplayer is a hell of a lot better. Do you want to give it the Mogan Boo? Do I want to give it the Mogan Boo? Is it? I, des- no, it's I not can't deserving do, enough no, of the it, Boo. I can't give Grand Theft it's Auto still a five great game. The Mogan Boo, the worst <laughs> review I saw, possible. I saw a tweet. Uh, Colin Moriarty, one of the co- kind of funny guys, uh, he tweeted out the other day, and I saw this. This is kind of funny. Uh, Grand Theft Auto V was the best-selling game at retail in the United States for the month of July. It came out nearly three years ago. <sighs> wow. That's pretty... That's insane. That's an accomplishment. It is. I mean, the game is the, so well put together. Oh, yeah. It's I mean, it's still a great game. But and what are dollars to actual quality? And then it's like, <laughs> but, you know, compared to the others. And it was cool because like, it came out originally for PS3 and Xbox 360. And then oh, when yeah. the new... Uh, consoles came out the new you know the next generation of consoles came out they then released the one for xbox one and ps4 which added some new features like being they able did. to play first, first person, person. Yeah, which is really cool the the editor mode and all this stuff where you can make like all these videos yeah. which have produced some excellent content yeah. online. i will say there's kind of a little weird thing that uh, kind of pertains to why i don't know if i just don't like it enough but i did not get it for the new gen console so I, I, did I got it for because i hadn't got enough uh, far enough okay. into the the previous gen yeah. version to be like, oh, it's going to kill me if I restart. Yeah. So I got it. For I PS4. felt like I had gotten what I needed out of it from 360 and all my friends got it. And they're like, just dude, just get it. Like we still play it. And I was like, nope. <laughs> that was more of a principle of I'm not going to buy a game twice. Yeah. I agree with that. I, get that. I, I just won't yeah. do it. I get that. It has to be a very special game for yeah. me to buy like yeah. a remaster yeah. or a Master Chief Collection I did, but that's a lot of games. Though. Yeah. That's like four games. <clears throat> yeah. That's different. Wrong with that. And I saw that side by side. You showed that to me. The difference oh, in graphics? Oh, it's ridiculous. Oh, oh my God. Oh, yeah. We oh watched Halo God. 2 cinematics. Yeah. Oh, it was it's amazing. Like, oh, it's I was like, so holy good. crap. Yeah. Ridiculous. 
All right, so what is the worst game okay. from Spyro? In Spyro. <laughs> First of all, I have to correct myself. I totally got my titles crisscrossed. Uh-oh. Technically, the best was Year, Year of the Dragon. Oh. Not Enter the Dragon, my oh. bad. Oh, so we, but were, very, we were all laughing yeah, about we this. Were all, like, we were all stuff. shitting on the wrong game, so it's Year of the Dragon is the best. The Enter next one, the very similar. So first of all, in the Spyro community, this is ease. This is a popular opinion. No one is going to fight me on this. Enter the Dragonfly, the fourth Spyro game, came right after three. Is easily the worst <laughs> installment, bar none. No one will fight me on this. Mm. I dare you. I Universe. dare you to fight me on this because everyone, it's. It's a shining example of a game that took a franchise that was really on its up because Spyro's one, two, and three all kind of curved up mm -hmm. and then immediately tanked oh, it. Bummer. Like Enter the Dragonfly is looked at as what basically killed the Spyro series mm. because everything that came after Enter the Dragonfly wasn't compared to one, two, and three. It was compared to Enter the Dragonfly. And everyone went, we're not going to play that piece of shit game again. Mm. So what, this is largely because they changed hands. So I mentioned that Insomniac Games had Spyro all the way up until 2000 with Year of the Dragon. Okay. And then they basically said, hey, we don't want it anymore. We feel like we've taken Spyro as far as he can and should go. Mm. So we're going to let go of it. And whoever took it over for Enter the Dragonfly, I don't know who, but they effed it up epically. Okay, so you know how sometimes um, character models, especially in older games, don't quite match up with their voice acting? Yep. Mm -hmm. And you know those mechanical creatures that are like a joke from Chuck E. Cheese type yep. things that are like cartoonish, but they're also terrifying? Mm -hmm. That's what Five the characterization mm. was like in Spyro. Mm. It was a mix of graphics video game graphics but you got the feeling of horrifying mechanical creatures huh. and their modeling was phenomenally bad like it's so weird spyro 3 to enter the dragonfly down it's a downgrade which you know almost never see that you yeah. very rarely yeah. see a game unless go it's a dramatic s switch in like art style like it in zelda wasn't. but it it's not. not it's just they like very much tried to keep it the same art style you could argue that from a distance and without your glasses on it looks like the same game but okay. then once you put them back on you're like oh we're in a nightmare land hmm. this is a weird alternate universe nightmare so it's actually like of almost it's a you should look up some of the cutscenes they're hilariously yeah, horrible um so like characters will be talking and then their faces it's really weird they have like these weird bulging eyes to like <sighs> indicate their expressions combined with mouths that are way too wide Ooh. like their mouths go all the way back here and then like go like this <laughs> to talk and it's just like oh my god horrible nightmare creature please get away from me so like imagine those motions but not synced up with the voice you're hearing mm -hmm. and you're just like dear sweet jesus uh. this is horrible there's a really funny one of money bags so money bags oh it's awful oh yeah oh it's horrible look at how bad <laughs> oh that god. is so, like, what year was this one? <laughs> this was only about two years. This was 2001 or two. Okay, so, I mean, graphics weren't fantastically far advanced, but, like, still, yeah, that looks bad for even... Stuff. Yeah, and actually, what's interesting is they appeared to have been making more of a push to give it a more 3D look. Mm. Yeah. Because Spyro 3 was a little bit flatter. It was a little bit more 2D, 
but that didn't hurt the game because that was what they had at the time. And it, based on the rest of the game, it matched. What's interesting is the characters look extremely out of place in their environment because the environments, the levels, still look pretty comparable to Spyro 3, but you have this very noticeable mismatch. It's not just actual characters that you interact with, it's regular enemies out and about in the world that have this really out-of-place look, and you're just like, oh god, something is wrong here. So it's like they spent most of their budget on like the... The modeling of the of the they people, spent their of the budget on booze <laughs> and were hammered when they made this game. They I don't know who what they were thinking. Um, and a lot of people have pointed to the fact that this is a product of rushed development. Yeah, that's what I was yeah. Really they tried to release up. it way too soon after Spyro mm-hmm. Three to push on that momentum because Spyro had momentum at the time, and they released this piece of crap game that tanked the whole series. And oh, don't worry, there's more. I just have to refer. <laughs> my notes real quick um in addition to uh not already having much of a story there's really not that much of a plot to spyro uh enter the dragonfly had even less than that so it comes right off the heels of spyro 3 you've gotten back all of the baby dragon eggs you're having a party to celebrate that you got back all the baby dragon eggs and all of the baby dragons are about to get their own dragonflies Mm, spyro has his dragonfly they're all gonna get theirs it's very like link and his fairy so you're like oh this is great. And then, of course, Ripto from Ripto's Rage shows back up and you're like, no, we killed him. And the game's like, oh, no, when you thought you killed him, he actually just went back to his regular dimension. It's like horse apples. <laughs> I killed that. I call BS. I call BS. Uh, shenanigans. So so that was that was something that was just annoying. Ripto comes back. They didn't even have time to make a new uh, character for you to fight against. And basically all he does, it's really weird in the opening cutscene. Everyone's like awake. Everyone knows what's happening. Spyro's right there. Ripto's right there. And he's like, we're taking all of these dragonflies. And it's like, Spyro, you can breathe fire. Fuck him up right here. What are you doing? But they kind of just sit around and let them take all the dragonflies for reasons unknown. And you're like, great, this is awesome. So you're already off to a shaky start. And then... The characters that they had from the previous games were noticeably flatter. Uh, I don't think they kept a lot of the same voice actors around. So even characters that you loved before, like Bianca from Spyro 3, who had a lot of heart and a lot of character. A, she was barely in it, which is a shame because she had a really strong character in a game that comparatively doesn't have many. Mm -hmm. So you had no real NPCs that you enjoyed or could interact with. You had horrible enemies and an extremely buggy game. Enter the Dragonfly's bugs are awful. Mm. The load times, the loading screens, this is not a joke. There are loading screens to the loading screen. (laughs) That's real. The loading times were so long. There would be like (laughs) a pre-loading screen and then you'd get to the loading <laughs> screen and it, they would take just notoriously long. And in some of the previous games, the loading screens were actually kind of fun. They were like semi-interactive. You were like, oh, okay, this is all right. In this game, it's just like an animation of Spyro flying through space. Like it's not even anything pretty. No scenery, no nothing. Damn. It's just like, well, I'm stuck here for 15 minutes to get to the next loading screen. And on top of that, loading screens were very, very frequent. They were too frequent and incredibly long, and that made it almost impossible to play in the first place, and B, you would never, ever want to replay it in your entire life. I still go back and play Spyro 1. 
I still go back and play uh, Year of the Dragon. I still play those games, but Enter the Dragonfly, never, ever, ever again. It's so broken, you can literally dash. Like, there will be, like, animations of gates. Not animations, gates in the regular world that you are meant to have a key to get into. You can do Spyro's dash, and if you just kind of position yourself exactly right, you just go straight through. Hmm. You can you can beat the game in ten minutes. That's how broken <laughs> it is. Wow. You, you can cheat. You can blaze right through it if you know what to do. Break the game. Ten minutes, you're at the final boss. It's just like, are you kidding me? <laughs> and then the entire mechanic of the game that you're meant to be pursuing, saving these little baby dragonflies, was so much horse apples because you have this uh, bubble breath. So of course, Spyro breathes fire, but for the sake of these dragonflies, you can't breathe fire on them, they'll die. So you have bubble breath, so you encounter these dragonflies out and about in the world, and you have to run up to them, breathe on them, and then bubble them to catch them. But the game was so broken, and the camera was so bad, you couldn't move to where they were in an, in an orderly fashion. You could not aim at them. It was horrible. And then, as if that weren't bad enough, the frame rate were horrible. <laughs> was horrible. So even when you were just walking around, it was extremely laggy. And it's just like, are you kidding me? You could make a game for Spyro 3 and have it be awesome, but you can't go forward a few years and do anything even remotely as good. It was. It was so. A, it devolved. It was. It was a devolution. <laughs> devolution, <laughs> like nobody's that sucks. business. That sucks. And every game that came after that, and there were at least a few that yeah, came after that. that was they never the brought it back. Spyro. Enter the Dragonfly killed Damn, the Spyro series' popularity. Mm-hmm. So there may have been hardcore players out there that were like, "No, we'll give the others a yeah. try." But after it left Insomniac Games, a... it was never the same. Hmm. And it was worse, significantly worse. Damn. Spyro, enter the dragonfly. Don't play it. Boo. 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 So out of curiosity, I went and looked. It was developed by Check Six Games and Equinox Digital Entertainment. Fuck those guys. <laughs> Which they don't even have links to a Wikipedia page based on them. So Ooh, that's yeah. done. And then, but it was published by, and this is what I think is the indicator that, yeah, it probably wasn't going to be that great. Is it EA? No, published by Universal Interactive. Universal uh, Movie. Like uh, Universal Movies, like their interactive branch. That's weird. Most like I will say, mm. WB has had a good run of like releasing games and stuff, or publishing, helping publish uh. games that have been pretty that have been pretty good. But most of the time, that's a that's a mark that it's not going to yeah. be that great. So, Spyro Enter the Dragonfly. Horrible. All right. <laughs> so mine to bring us bring home, us home, Jared, is of the Call of Duty Black Ops series within the Call of Duty franchise. The worst one is Black Ops 3. Ooh, scandalous. I'm glad you didn't say 2. No, I actually really like like 2. Would we have had a problem? Say 2. Change your mind, Jared. No. 2, I actually really like 2 because it it still had Mason, Alex Mason in it. It had some flashbacks, but then also some flash forwards. Um, And then... And all this other stuff. And uh, and then I love... The villain of 2 was really good. Um, and there was this one, the one mission I remember where you actually are when like what your guys are sent to assassinate the villain whose name is escaping me now. Uh, but you are, I think it's Raul. <laughs> Raul. Mm-hmm. It I'm going to oh, see it from Bedazzled. But what? Remember that movie Bedazzled? No, no, no. no. With Elizabeth Hurley and Brendan Fraser. Come on. 
No. Oh, I, I know what. It, okay, I know, you make I six wishes it. with the devil to do, and then wishes always like screw oh, him wait, over. Never mind. I the think the first it, does, one he wants to be a Colombian drug has, lord. Like, a boa constrictor. Yep. There's oh, a gotcha. scene. There the first thing he was Raul does. Menendez. Okay, never mind. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Raul. Raul Menendez, <laughs> and you're, you're sent to kill him, and then you wind up like accidentally killing his sister in the in these in the assault, like in a bombing or something that happens, and then it switches to you get to play as Raul Menendez, Ooh, and but it's and it was basically like he's like gone gone crazy and everything, and he. He's rushed. And so it was an interesting thing. You take shitloads of damage, but it doesn't kill you ever because it's kind of it's to give you the feeling of like you're pissed. So you're going on a rampage. Mm. And so it's like it was a it was a weird detraction that out of the norm for Call of Duty to be able to do that. But it, for that moment in that section in that mission, it was excellent. An mm. excellent choice. But anyway, so I really liked that game. Three. Here we sit. <laughs> Black Ops three. The one that just came out. Oh, can you hit the camera? Um, and to be fair, and but this also gives some credence to why it hits the worst. I have not finished it yet. I no. am in process of playing it. I got it for a while, but I got it and played the multiplayer, but didn't move on to the campaign for a while. And then I've, I started playing the campaign actually not that long ago. And I'm about halfway through it, but it's a chore. Remind me, did this come out this year or last year? Last year. Okay. Oh, it's that recent. Yeah. yeah. Last I, I knew no, it was last more November. recent, but I wasn't sure how much. And it, I'm like I said, halfway through it, it's a chore. Whereas the story of Black Ops 1 is the thing that endeared me to it and why mm-hmm. I think that one is the, is the best of the Black Ops series. Black Ops 3 story is so cut and dry and just very... Like it's not it's not well developed and thought out really at all. So basically what it starts out, it's in the future. They have like... You know, humans can be like augmented soldiers kind of thing. It's like the mix. And they're also now like war robots and different things like that. It's very futuristic. Um, and then it starts off. You raid this. You you become augmented because you're almost killed in like the first mission. And then you get like augments to save your life. So are you getting like cyborg parts? Yeah, like oh, okay. like mechanical arms, mechanical oh, okay. legs, stuff okay. like that. And then you have like some abilities that they give you. Like you can use like abilities and like a shockwave to throw people back. You oh. know, so it's got some it, it's got some cool additions into the gameplay like that. But the story just blows because it. Um, so you do that. You go through this whole training mission with this guy who you think is going to be like your bro and it's uh played by christopher maloney you mm-hmm. know from uh law and order svu and stuff like that Wait, who uh, does he play he plays the this character john taylor in the game no who does he play in svu uh elliot stabler oh yeah yeah, yeah oh, i didn't know that yeah know. so he's he's in apples. this one okay and also like a lot of people are in this one uh katie sackhoff oh is in it and and, and stuff like that too and and so anyway, you like go through this very in-depth training mission with him and these other people of his unit. And so you're like, oh, this is cool. We're going to be running with these really elite guys. Um, but then the next mission starts and you go on this other mission with a buddy from the first mission, Hendrix. And he chose to become augmented after you were injured so he could join this, this force, this special force too. Because you're best bros. Yeah. And Aww. so you're going on this mission. You go through it. You get to the end and you find this group of, uh, because you're in Singapore and you're fighting this group called the 54 Immortals who have like taken over after like catastrophic events mm-hmm. have, have played the world and they've taken over in Singapore. So you go to like rescue these people from there and you get to where they are and they're all dead. And they, and they are, they've been shot and execute in like an execution style that looks very similar to a, um, to a 54 Immortals hitman. Mm. But oh. you're able to use your augmentations to like 
basically plug into their brain basically to like Call pull out duty, man yeah right. to like crazy really out of the norm <laughs> to be to like pull out their last memory kind of uh-huh. thing to see what they they saw and what you see in this thing or maybe it was from like a computer chip that was there that like recorded it. i can't remember exactly those are two but anyway, very different things well i mean anyway, you pull a recording of what right. happened right. from somewhere and from what you see is that it's actually john taylor and his crew are oh, the ones who shot snap. him and so what you're like wait what's happening stabler come on <laughs> and so then you're just like and so your guy hendrix who's been friends with taylor for a long time is like no that doesn't make sense and then basically it just from that point on puts him onto this whole thing about everything out of his mouth after that is what that doesn't make sense taylor wouldn't do that i know taylor he's a good man and just like that like very cliched basic mm-hmm. dialogue that mm-hmm. we've heard a bajillion times before mm-hmm. embrace reality man yeah <laughs> and it's like and he's, he's supposed to like suddenly act like he's Traffic. questioning everything and i'm like wait this is only mission three i did like the intro mission the training mission and now i'm here i don't know enough about what's going on to question to be questioning things <laughs> as much I as you're questioning and so but it's like shaking his world and he's like who do we trust man i don't know who to trust <laughs> hello fuck off you know it's, I'm, I'm just like dude i don't yeah, keep a on, cool head. I don't know. And so then you meet up with a, a during this mission, you're being directed through your, you know, through your headsets and everything by this uh, other uh, agent Kane, Rachel Kane, and who is also on Taylor's team. So immediately Hendrix is like, I don't know if we should be trusting her, you know, because I don't know what's going on. And, and it's, and, and your guy, home. Home. <laughs> trying to figure this shit out. And your guy normally it, like he's, he'll respond back to him too. And normally in call of duty, you know, and stuff like, or whatever. And, He'll talk back and he'll be like, no, no, you can trust her. And I'm like, because she's, she's not that way. And it's just like, why is she not that way? And <laughs> it's just way? like all these like things. And it's just like, I it, need facts. I need proof. <laughs> yeah. It was very much just like it, it, it set it up and it looked like you were going to be like bros with, with Taylor. And then all of a sudden you're not, but you don't know why you're not you. And then you just, and I, I mean, maybe it all comes clear by the time I finish the game, but right now, yeah, what if it's like the greatest ending ever? And you're like, ah. it could be, and I, and I will come back and revise my statement that it at least had a good ending. But as of right now, halfway in, it's like a chore to play because the story is like, there's this one mission, like the, the next mission after the 54 mortals storm your safe house. And you can't tell if Kane's dead. The building like blows up and your character that you're playing as um, is like, no, I'm going to go get her. I'm going to go in there. And Hendrix is like, no, that's not the mission. We don't know if we can trust her. So <laughs> she's probably dead. The building blew up. One and more like, time. And she's like, no, I'm going to go get her. You fight through like another wave. You finish that wave. Hendrix is like, are you sure this is worth it, man? We don't even know if we can trust her. Oh no, I can get her. And then you fight through another wave. I told wa- you, Hendrix. Then you fight, through, you fight through another Say wave. <laughs> Come on, man. We're running out of time. She's not worth it. She's worth it, man. I'm going to save her. And then it's just. Jesus. I was like, Jesus, the could frat the, party. Could the <laughs> bro, could bro. the dialogue be any more bro, stilted and fake? Bro, come on. <laughs> it was ridiculous. And so I just like was dragging on me. And then also the other part about it is like I'm playing it on I believe the hardened difficulty because I've played Call of Duty a lot, so I'm used to it. So I'm I'm you know, I like playing on that difficulty now, so it's not super easy. But this one, instead of like presenting hard situations and difficult situations i feel like their solution to making it harder is just throwing insane amount of enemies at you yeah oh, who I lazy that. aren't I that. necessarily the smartest enemies yeah it's just a whole bunch of them they rush at you but like you can take them out really easily and especially since you're like a super mech so like super soldier you're able to like take out big groups of them all at once like there's this one that like if robots are like three robots will be coming at you, you can like overheat one of them's core and oh. it explodes. And then the other two will like freak out and explode then. And then like this one that like makes that like causes you to freeze humans or something like that, or, or like 
puts them in a convulsion, something like that. So there you could take like three or four of them at a time. I don't know. It was just, it's just like, I'm going through this and yeah, I'm getting killed, but because there's a lot of people, not necessarily that it's like, Oh, this is difficult. So now I'm like, Oh, these five guys are going to come over here. Grenade. Yeah. Not because it's an actual challenge because it's a swarm. It's just a swarm. Mm, Right. And so I don't know. It's just, it just hasn't, it hasn't felt as, I mean, I know call of duty gets a lot of flack. Whereas they're because they're just like these are so dumb. It's the same thing turned out year over year, and I agree with that. Yes, it's the amount of annualization that Call of Duty has is ridiculous. Um, I think it could stand like call, like Assassin's Creed this year is not coming out with a new one. I think take Call of Duty could, could, could take a break. The game is popular enough. A year off is not going to kill you. Right. No. And to bring some new fun things, like really interesting things, to the game is going to be great. Yeah. You know, I mean, granted, yes, they split the games between three different developers, and each one takes a cycle, takes a year. So, like, granted, that developer has time to you know build and improve. But like, <laughs> who owns Call of Duty? Um, like who? Who gets Activision who's is like part in part of them, but then um, Treyarch, I believe Treyarch's the one. Treyarch's the one who makes Black uh, Black Ops, Sledgehammer. So does that mean they all own a piece of it? Like they're like contract, like contracted out, I believe. And I then, bet it's a conspiracy. Yeah, I bet it's the Canadians. and then like Activision is <laughs> yeah. the and Infinity Ward is the is the third one. Um, so anyway. So that just to me, it's just like I'm I'm trying to play it because I played all the other Call of Duties. I want to get through this one eventually too, especially because like Infinity War, Infinite Warfare is coming out later this year with the uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remaster. So I like I want to be able to check it off the list. But God Almighty, it's being, <laughs> it's putting me through the ringer just because the right now, if nothing else, the dialogue is about to kill me. I can fi- I'm fine uh, with like shooting down swarms of people, but like the dialogue in and of itself, and like I don't understand what's happening. And it's like Call of Duty, like that's what I loved about Black Ops. There was enough mystery to like keep you like, wait, what's happening? And then a twist would come up, like, oh, Reznov's not actually alive; he's dead, and he's just a vision in your mind, you know, ah. because you're brainwashing. Like all that stuff was crazy, and in, in because of Black Ops One, in Black Ops One, but Black Ops Three, it's like trying to make this big thing, and it's just falling flat, and I just can't, I just can't. Boom. And a very it's gonna have the best ending of your life. <laughs> It, it might, oh and then I'm a, I'll be back in like three episodes from now and be like, guys, Sorry. I was wrong. <laughs> That's the best of the series. <laughs> Reverse it. It blows one out of the water. Surprise. <laughs> but no, so yeah, so that is uh, Black Ops Black Ops 3. Black Ops, uh, I will say, I will say, uh, I have not played it as much because other things like Overwatch came out, but the, the multiplayer for Black Ops 3 is pretty great. I will give it that. Um, because it does have it like with the specialists that you unlock, you know, that have their each certain set of abilities that, and so it, 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 it's like overwatch in the sense where like it adds some variation to the core characters, the core people that they are, but then you could still have, and it's got insane levels of, uh, customization to your loadouts and everything. So that's really cool. I, I do really like the, the multiplayer and I will give strong props to that. But uh, but yeah, the the campaign. Oh my god, it's 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 rough. Do you want to give it the boo? I'll give it a boo. Oh, harsh. Ouch. Those are harsh words. Those yeah. are harsh. No, That's a yeah. harsh word. Harsh, <laughs> harsh word, sir. Strongly spoken word. It's but, a good uh, firm opinion. <laughs> but yeah, that right. so that is uh, that is my worst <clears throat> of, nice. of the series. Nice song time. I was about to I say, don't so. we have a closing don't segment? We, have a, don't we, we have a do. Hint? We do have a hint. Uh, Zach is bringing right. us the song this episode. And remember, the contest begins to guess. 
to allow everyone to a fair amount of time for people to listen to the episode. Give us the, you, the first person to reply with the correct answer starting at Wednesday, 9 a.m., the Wednesday after this episode Wait, goes I live. We said Plebs. noon. Oh, the first the episode last week we oh, more yeah, than nine. Oh, never yeah. mind. We originally talked about Tuesday at noon, then we oh, moved okay. it. So okay. Wednesday, Jake. nine a.m. Give us your best guesses. Hopefully, oh. they're right, <laughs> and we will <laughs> and we will uh, announce. Give a shout out to the person who guesses correctly. So Zach, hit us with your hint. I uh, the hint is it is not from Little Big Planet. Ooh, this song is not from Little Big Planet. <laughs> so it's from Big Small Planet. Well, it's just you, if you want to guess, you can guess. I, well, Thank you. <laughs> Wednesday you at night. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, there it is. It is not from Little Big Planet. Send us your guesses at Wednesday nine a.m. sharp, so that you have the best chance of being the the correct answer. <laughs> But yeah. Derp. Yeah. Derp. <laughs> so this has been, ladies and gentlemen, another episode of Team Chat Podcast. Until next time, or before or until next time, again, <laughs> send us your comments, questions, anything like that to teamchatpodcast.gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and subscribe to our channel on YouTube so you can watch the episodes in video format as well as some game clips, bonus bonusodes and episode highlights. You should really check it out. You should follow us on all these things to get the full team chat experience. Yeah, it's pretty great. It's pretty, pretty damn great. But until next time, I'm one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined to my right by Rachel Mogan. Au revoir. And to my left, Zachary Parks. Peace. Stick around for the song. <laughs>